Welcome into Death Piles and Taxes, episode number 49, live and in person from the San Jose Bay. Is that where we're at, Adam? Isn't it a coincidence that it's our 49th episode, and we're going to be in 49er territory? Oh, there you go. How long have you been sitting on that one? I just came to me about three seconds ago. We're fresh back from a Walmart trip, and we're ready to mingle. We found some goodies here at the Walmarts. Here's the problem. When you travel to Walmart, and you have your, uh, your stuff, and you go scan them at the clearance section, you find something you want to buy... You gotta have room to bring it back. Those my life dolls were not gonna fit in my bag. I, I, had, to, I had to pack the equipment. And then we go to check out, and there's the lady came over because she broke the machine trying to get too many uh, bags or those something. Those dime bags. We we're trying to buy those bags, and they cost a nick, no, a dime each, and we didn't know what we were doing. I tell you, we were fish out of water, but it's been a great trip, and uh, here we are. It's gonna be a good one. We we brought in, you know, I, I, if we've done the show for. Almost a year now, I've told you, you're in Creighton Attics. We've got people that have got the itch so bad that, oh, that was good. We had to get a Dioduski on the road ski. You've gotten Mr. Painter. He's got the itch so bad, he needs to get a bathtub full of calamine lotion. I tell you, so we have a special guest who has uh, been on the show probably more than most, and he does exist, so we got live and proof. Our friend uh, Michael Painter's with us today. And uh, pretty much the whole trip since we got together has been Adam saying, I'm hungry. Where is he? Stop talking about that. Save it for the podcast. That's, you know, I, we had a, a little moment. We came in. We flew in today from Salt Lake. We're coming to the uh, the Utah Pac-12 championship game, and uh, I'm a big Uber guy. You know, I'm, I'm a get in the Uber, go. I like to talk to people, but Michael Painter, he's like to just do it himself, man. One-man wrecking crew. He's a do-it-yourself <laughs> kind of guy. So let's get a couple things in, and we'll bring in the special guest. Um you know, we're pumped. It looks like you've got a, a prize for us. I got a prize. Well, a while ago, these gentlemen submitted cards, and I, I sent my cards off to them. And uh, they came back a couple days ago, and they said, "You know, now that buzz went away, Adam. The we've buzz had is gone. we've had a buzz going that no one can hear but us. And now it's gone. Well, it's because uh, I hadn't opened. Oh, there it's back. That might do. So we sent our cards to get graded. We talked about it. And uh, they came back, and Adam said, surprise me on, on, the, on the, uh, the trip. So I'm going to show these gentlemen what their cards are, what they were graded, and uh, get, their, get their thoughts. So those who are new to the show, like, so this is, we talk about eBay, we talk about selling stuff, you know, finding random things. Uh, all of us have had some sales today. I sent off some, some small porcelain dolls. Um, I know Derek's been sending off stuff left and right. Michael Painter's just the Starbucks plethora of... He's got Starbucks, Star Wars, Wookiees, Mick Foley's. Who knows what this guy He's got Traveling Mick Foley. You got a hashtag for that yet for the kids to, to look up and yeah. find you? What's yeah. the hashtag? Uh, traveling with Mick and Mick. Traveling with <laughs> Mick and Mick. Look him up on the on the Twitter, Instagram, something like that. Mick, Mick's going to join us for this episode. But we, uh, we had some cards, some baseball cards, football cards, and Derek's all about getting them graded. Like, everybody says how much they're worth, but you got to get the official PSA grade. So... He encouraged us to get some cards. I got full service because Derek came to my house and picked them up. Um, and, and we got the reveal party right now. We haven't seen any of them. We don't know what is going to happen here. This could be the $50,000 moment, people. <laughs> now, only one of these is paid in full, so I don't know if I need to hang you over the sink or, or what. After that dinner, I think I owe you everything that I, you owed me. So The claw shack did us well, huh, boys? <laughs> the claw shack as well. 
Do you want me just one at a time, and you guys can uh, ooh and ah like Christmas I think morning? Do, I think we got to do one at a time. All right, I, you might have an uneven amount. I believe this first one is. I believe this was Adams. Oh, tell them who you got. We got a, a Drazen Petrovac co card. <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's a young man who used to play for the Nets that passed away, so I thought I better give that one a shot. Well, what did your grade come back? So it's got an upper deck. It was one of those strange. In, it's it's a NF seven. I don't know what that means. But, yeah, there you go. That's quite nice. Now, the scale is 1 to 10. Okay. Uh, 10 would be a perfect card. 1 would be a, a not perfect card. I like This feels cool. Like, so that's, 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 that's the first ever grade. That's a 7. The, the NC probably they means something because there's, there's mint and all that. But I, I should mix these up, I guess, because well, yeah. the yeah. way I'm giving them. We got, here's, here's Mike Painter. We'll have a formal introduction, but we'll let you come in here as well. There's, okay. there's Mike Painter's first card. So this first one's uh, Becky Lynch, the wrestling superstar. I uh, came in at eight and a half, and it's also now for sale if anyone's interested. Wow. All right, se second card. That's that. quite the card. It's quite nice. Ooh, ooh, this is, this is a winner here. Oh, man. I got a 1987 Fernando Valenzuela Dodger Phenomenon. Came in at a low-grade five, man. Ah, that's... I don't know if that's good or bad. Who knows? Like, uh, yeah, it depends how many are out there. I'm yeah. in condition, but uh, it's something, all right. Fernando. Let's go, Mr. Painter. So this one is a uh, it's an autograph edition, uh, Panini Grand Reserve. Juan Herman Gomez, who I've never heard of, but uh, apparently he's pretty good for the Denver Nuggets, and he came in at a seven and a half near mint plus sign. Is that good, Derek? Uh, we're real good. Okay, so we're good. We're excited about this one. Well, I mean, well, the, the plus sign. Is. Oh, oh, well, <laughs> I, I'm not, you know, it's not always the size of the package, but I see a couple of my cards over there that's in a bigger thing, so I'm guessing that means good things for me. It means it was an oversized card. <laughs> oh, well, I'm used to oversized things. <laughs> you, you, the, yeah. Oh, we got a, a seven. I threw in a Julio Cesar Chavez boxing card. Came in at a grade seven, so that's interesting. Now, I believe this is going to be Mr. Painter's last card, and then we'll just go back. I'm really excited about this. It's not holding out for that one. Okay, so this is the uh, LeBron James Unbreakable Grand Reserve card, and it came in at a seven, which was a little better than I thought because Derek and I were a little rough with this card. But we okay. only put it in his mic, folks, for a minute. <laughs> it worked out pretty good for us. So this is the reveal. All right, but this this one I'm excited about. This one I'm real excited is that about. Brown? <laughs> That's Alonzo Morning. <laughs> This is Alonzo Morning Georgetown Hoya card, which came in this cool, bigger size thing. So, yeah, that's nice. This is my, oh, I got two of them. And you see, you're holding out. You're holding out the best for last. I knew it. <laughs> it's like Christmas morning. I got, a, I got the same thing, a 1988-89 Dikembe Mutombo Georgetown Hoya cards. These are the special edition. Who is that? That's Crime Dog. That's McGruff. McGruff the Crime Dog. Uh, and a half Coca-Cola, so yeah, those are. Good I think ones. I think you can also technically put those as rookie cards. So those would be rookie cards. I'll see how what you think about this. Oh boy, this is this is the one. This is the one. This is the one. Let's see what happens here. Well, not <laughs> wow. Apparently, that's a fraudulent card. That's gonna be good, <laughs> right? I've got a Michael Jordan baseball. Uh, you know, Chicago White Sox, 1990. Big star. 
big star. That one didn't come with your Wonder Bread. <laughs> no, that did not. Instead, so PSA comes back and says this is a not licensed, unauthorized holder. That's That's got to be worth something, right? Well, they're not touching it, so it means it's probably rare. Some guy did them in his basement or something. Wow. I'm just wondering how you got a hold of it. Wow. Well, that's the best news I've heard all day. See, uh, I wonder how many cards they get back like that. Did have they? Did they tell you anything? I got I got a LeBron James Sports Illustrated one back that was uh, too small. Yeah, but does, did it say non-licensed, unauthorized? Holder? No, no, that's new to me. See, uh, that's me. I'm kind of that unicorn. Every time they've never seen it, I gave it to them. That's a cup half full yeah. guy right there. That's uh, look. That's great right there. I thought you might be a little disappointed. That's, no, I mean, saving to the end. That's even better if they don't know what it is. Then that's even better. Well, and uh, and welcome to Death Piles and Taxes. We are a show about eBay and selling online, if you didn't know. We kind of got excited there and a little ahead of ourselves. It was Christmas morning for us. Derek took some cards for us that we've been pulling aside that I had in my stack of, you know, since I was a boy. And, and we had them sent off to be graded because that's when they really get their value is when they have an official grade. Now. And that's what we got now. Now i got to get together another another slew because, you know, Thanksgiving, I, I went and picked up some cards, like we were saying. We saw that. We went to the Walmart here, and they, they didn't sell cards, apparently. Apparently, they don't have cards here in San Jose. But uh, I, I found me some Lamar Jackson, and I got me a couple uh, Donovan Mitchell that I found, rookie cards. So let me get those head in. And then Mike Painter had a fun story about about his wife and cards. I'd like, would you care to share that, Mr. Painter? Yeah, whenever you'd like. Well, we're going to bring Mr. Painter on here. We. We're working like on intro a couple music things. or something, or we give some intro like walk-up music. Walk-up music. Walk music. We'll see if we can find something. <laughs> yeah, like a battery that comes up to back. Yeah. What, what, what would you like? Any request? Uh, here comes the boomers. I, I don't know. Oh, like the man. Right. How, about, how about do you know your way to San Jose? That works. Oh, that's a good one. So we'll, we'll, we'll bring out Mr. Painter. He's gonna he's gonna get some deep dive because we've created Derek's created an addict. He, he's made he's made a problem here. A junkie. Can I open up my drink? Go for it. Been waiting for an hour. Oh, that's a, that's a nice cold diet, too. I've been keeping him in the back for two hours, sleep-deprived. So uh, let's play your your music there. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, he's, he's been teased and he's been on here. But uh, here's friend of the program, my, my personal friend of many years. Very personal. This is Mr. Michael Painter. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> pleasure was yours. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for being happy. You're welcome. So uh, we'll get we'll get into your, your reselling stuff first, but tell tell the folks the cards. Since we're on the cards, let's just go with the card store. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, first off, I'm grateful to Derek for getting these cards done for me. They're they're excellent. I can't wait to to sell them on eBay <laughs> or to a neighbor kid. <laughs> Either way, as long as they don't wind up in bikes, folks, I don't really care. Yeah. But yeah. So uh, anyway, we were over at the local market the other day, uh, Target, um, on Black Friday. We can talk about Black Friday here, right? Yeah, that's, okay. that's Adam's so, favorite holiday. All right. That's why I didn't know. I didn't want to beat me up while I'm sleeping tonight. Or, anyway. He's been a little aggressive tonight. <laughs> he has been violent. But uh, anyway, so we were over there at the, uh, at the Target, and I, uh, I I found a box of 2018 football cards. And we all know 2018 is a great year for the football cards. But they were charging full price, Derek. You know, and I have a hard, time, yeah, I have a hard time doing that. You're mad from Omaha. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, they wanted the full 19.99 for the pack of 120 or whatever it was, and uh, I, I couldn't do it. I put them back, and my wife, Allie, she bless her heart, she was with me, and uh, she's like, "Why'd you put those back?" I said, "At full price." Long story short, she ended up buying them because she thought that we had a chance at the you know the fifty thousand dollar Lamar Jackson, which I don't even think is that brand of card, but 
We still purchased them, and she opened every last one of those packages. <laughs> no, two thirty in the morning, Black Friday shopping. And uh, I got to do some of the line. Yeah, I mean it was it was fun. We I tried getting her to put them back before we paid, but you know don't do that at home. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean you know it, it, we we got a lot of a lot of bike spoke cards. You know, we did end up with a Pat Mahomes, which I think he's going to turn out to be a good ball player. <laughs> he'll do all right. I think he'll be fair as a, as a ball player. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, it was exciting. You know, <laughs> Adam's getting him a bowl of ice cream. He's done. <laughs> he's officially just passed the torch. He's, he's, had, he's had his fail. I was going to introduce this as the first uh, episode of the Husky section. Well, you can still. I mean, Hashtag Husky section. <laughs> You can't tell the people that story after this one. Sure, I, yeah, if, you, if you'd like me to. I mean, uh, I thought we were going we were gonna do the initial thing over at the buffet line, but they took us out and <laughs> we had to leave. I mean, we were turning this poor little crab shack into a. a it looked bad. I mean, we had every table in there, and people were staring and gawking at us, and you know, we we had bibs. It was it was messy, but anyway, it was a good time had by all. But yeah, the husky section though. I mean, Derek spoke about it before he and I were. Larger. I know, but you're, you're here to verify most of my stories. That's why I like it when you're here. I'm always telling stories about Mike Payne or even to my in-laws and stuff. Uh, and they don't believe them, so whenever you come around, I have to have you verify all my stories. I, I'm actually a factual being. I'm real. Um, some of the stories are based on factual events, you know, kind of like Unsolved Mysteries. The names may have been changed, but, you know, we are, we are true. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the Husky thing, that you know, that come about, you know, Derek and I, you know, we were... Horizontally challenged as youth, and still Word. today, <laughs> still, still today, you know, we, we tend to lean on the, the larger side of life. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. We enjoy life. We've embraced know? it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, why wouldn't you? So <laughs> you can go to the you can go to the buffet, and you don't like the ice cream machine. What kind of guy are you? But anyway, uh, but yeah, growing up, you know, we did shop in the husky section. That's where our parents would take us. You know, I had a younger brother, and Derek both had we both had younger brothers that were on the more slim side of life. I always have been fortunate fellows, but, uh, you know, we'd go with them to shop for pants and mom be like, no, no, you don't, this isn't the area for you. You need to go look over here. And this is the Husky section. It's like, oh, Husky, that's like the dog. That's me. No, that means you're just plump, son. So, <laughs> but anyway, more, you know, more of us to love. That, exactly. Yep. So, you know, and, and, and that's, we, we've always had that in common and Derek and I, we met, um, Derek's father, uh, Dennis, Denny, Everett Denny, he, he actually introduced us at the uh, at the county fair one time. So ever since then, you know, I believe third or fourth grade, yeah, was, Derek. Yeah. Fourth grade. Yeah, fourth, fourth grade. Yeah. yeah, Dennis knew my father and knew me a little bit from his uh, his employment. And uh, we were there, I believe we were browsing the chicken exhibits. And uh, Dennis said, can't, you know. Can't make that up. Yeah, that's, that's true. If I'm lying, I'm dying. So, and I'm still here, folks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't break in. Adam's having a bowl of cereal with cheese noodles on top, but we're the fat kids. How's that? How's that thing? I mean, he's really taking the Wendy's and the Frosty to the next step, folks. He was looking up vampire ice cream clubs. Vampire penguin. He might have, I might have made some commitments I can't have held after this trip. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, people are the folks out there. Your listeners are getting their money's worth today. I'll tell you what. <laughs> this is going to be one of those episodes you're either going to love it or hate it. This this may be what kills death piles and taxes. This might be the, the, death, the, death, the death of death piles and taxes. 
Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> not that they'll get a chuckle. I mean, I've been known to be the Grim Reaper, but we'll see. So anyway, though, Derek and I, <laughs> real good buddies, though. Derek's yeah. dad said you two will be friends, and ever since then we've been friends. So yeah, it's been, been friends. It's been a good time. So let's talk about your, your reselling adventures. Um, Adam was asking a few episodes or whatever, have you, have you been much of a reseller? I remember you were you doing the storage unit thing for a sure. bit. Yeah. Why don't you break into the storage unit game, how you got into it, what you were doing on that, and we'll, we'll move forward to your, your eBay um, life after that. Well, you bet. So growing up, you know, there used to be a lot of the storage wars things, you know, before they were on TV, you know. It was back when you could go down and feel like you were cutting a fat pig. <laughs> I guess that's happening. It, it's late, folks, too. We've been flying all day. and well, we had a couple Mountain Dudes in us, and it's not We got a case of the giggles a little bit. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so like uh, when I was growing up as a youth, though, I'd go to, uh, to storage units with my, my granddad and my dad and my uncles, and, you know, we'd spend five, ten, twenty dollars and we'd, you know, find safes and things like that, bust them open, there was nothing in them, you know, but you always thought you were winning treasures. Um, but yeah, I started with that, you know, I did, I'd do it casually here and there, I'd go down, but I mean, storage units are a lot of work, so I mean, unless you, you can see things that are definitely worth money, it's, it's just too much you know, you don't know if you're going to get the hantavirus, you're cleaning things up, you don't know what you're going to find in there. It's just terrible. So, so what are some, some, some treasures and some not-so-much treasures? Yeah. Two extremes. What's well, I, I've, I've, some of the treasures, so believe it or not, I'm, I'm into the outdoors. I think we've talked about that before. I, I enjoy my, my recreational activities include hunting and things like that. And uh, one, of, one of the storage units, I noticed a bunch of goose decoys, and uh, they go for a fair amount of money. You can sell them for a pretty good amount. Um, anyway, so I purchased the storage unit for a pretty good deal, and uh, there was kind of a wall of boxes, and back behind there, there was a full, um, a large Rocky Mountain bull elk, you know, they, they score them, you know, it's 373 bull, it's a big bull, and uh, ended up selling that for $1,500 within a week. Oh, wow. So it was it was really, really good. Um, one of the restaurants picked it up from me and wanted it for uh, one of their western restaurants, I guess, you know, like in Idaho, I think, is where we end up going. Um, some of the things that you don't like to see in the storage units, and it's kind of what turns me off of them a little bit. You, yeah, you get into there and you get personal items. You know, people uh, got pictures of grandma and grandpa, or the kids, or births, or things like that. Or you know, that those things are not good. And then you know, I'm yeah, I know, I, I know this is a, a family friendly show, so you can imagine other items that you might find. Even PG, but yeah, personal, personal, personal items. items. But you know, and the batteries run long on some of those things. I mean, <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, that's definitely a family-friendly show. So, so but anyway, uh, storage units are not my favorite thing anymore, but I will do them if I can find a treasure. Uh, so you go in a storage unit, you have to clean it up, get it out. Like, what's the, you know, you got a couple hours, a couple days? Yeah, yeah, generally they'll give you a day, two days, something like that. But sometimes if they're just terrible in a mess, they'll give, they'll give you longer than that. But and most of it ends up at the dump, I'm supposing. Yeah, yeah, I say generally what we'll do is we'll have two or three big trailers, 20-foot trailers. We'll take them down there. We'll... We'll load one or two trailers up with the good stuff, and then the rest of the trailers we load up and take them to the dump. So it's a lot of work for, you know, sometimes some good things, sometimes not. So where do you list that kind of stuff? I mean, it's usually big. Like, a, a, if I find me a, a, a big bowl elk, uh -huh. I, I don't know where to put that for sale. Yeah, so I, I we list it on local classifieds. That's where I end up listing it at. Um, you know, I, I think it really, I've been, I've been looking into it because I actually had a, uh, in that same storage unit, I picked up a buffalo head, a bison, a bison head. Um, I'm going to try to list that on eBay. I need to do a little bit of work and, and build a crate for it and things like that for shipping purposes. But yeah, I mean, there's it's surprisingly there's uh, there's some 
What's a what's a bison head going for nowadays? The, the last one I checked, you know, you're going from anywhere from six hundred dollars to some that were in poor shape, you know, up to two thousand bucks. So, just depends on the size and the quality of the taxidermy, I think. All right. Well, well, speaking of taxidermy, Adam, you want to get over <laughs> on this one? So we got we got a text today from from Mr. Painter. It's one of those most unusual texts I've ever seen. Why don't you break it down, and uh, we'll, let, we'll let you two talk about it a little bit. So, we, you know, we always talk about different things that are happening and, and ways to make money, our side hustle. And, and Mike, he's pretty, uh, you know, he's a humble man. He, he's big in the hunting world. Like, he's pretty much Ted Nugent's best friend. <laughs> I, I mean, him and Ted go way back. He goes on these hunting trips literally around the world. And uh, so he's pretty dialed into that, that, that market. <laughs> And there was somebody, uh, was that on the Facebook Marketplace? Yeah, yeah, on one of those. Somebody on the Facebook Marketplace um, posted something about taking their cat and making dog. A, a, the dog, dog. Yeah. and making a blanket out of it. Teddy, teddy bear. Oh, teddy, teddy bear. bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was, there was a, a woman inquiring of services, as it appeared. Um, wanted to know if anybody was out there that could make a, a teddy bear of her dog. And she said, uh, well, I think she wrote, it was kind of broken English, she said dog had died or something like that. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what kind of market's out there for <laughs> caping out and skinning and tanning a fluffy, but, you know, and then make it into teddy bears. going to be very interesting. <laughs> you know, and, and people love their animals, so oh, yeah. maybe we're, maybe we're on to something. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually, uh, I spent some time with a taxidermist oh, a month or two ago, and, and he's one of the few in the United States that, uh, that actually helps restore um Deceased pets for folks. And it was now what, what's that run some? Now I just I, I lost a dog not too I mean not too long ago. Never crossed my mind to have yeah. chug mounted or stuffed or made into a teddy bear or anything any of the above. So yeah, um, what what would that cost somebody? Or a ballpark? I know you can't quote if somebody dials you up, you can't not be held to this. Yeah, I mean I think you're gonna have to look. You know, I mean in in the, the situation of Fluffy, you know, is it Fluffy or is it Old Red? You know, I mean, are we looking at Chihuahua or are we looking at Labrador? You know, I mean, it's. Um, but really, I mean, you're gonna. There's gonna be things where you got to cape, you got to get it tanned. You know, that that alone could be anywhere from seventy-five to several hundred dollars. And then the work going into it, you know, buying the forms and things like that. I mean, getting a dog done, taxidermic, having a do, a dog. Did you just say you're doing your dog? No, not today. Okay. So having a dog done, <laughs> this is a PG show. No, I know. You said getting your dog done. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I'm, I'm lost, Eric. Is this innuendo or is this like inside scoop? I, so anyway, but you're, you're probably $800, I would imagine, at a, at a reputable establishment to have a dog mounted. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's a little out of my price and, range. But who I mean, knows on a, to make it into a teddy bear? Yeah, the, the teddy bear. That was the that was kind of creepy. That you was one of those set it things. On the mantle or on your bed or I mean, what? Well, you said that might be a hustle opportunity, but that's uh, not the game I'm getting into. I'll stick well, with sports cards and pro wrestling. And the, the thing is, bless my wife's heart. I sent that over to her and and I said, you know, it was this side hustle, and, and it didn't phase her that or she didn't recognize that it was the, wanting to make the dog into a teddy bear. She's like, well, I don't think I'm a good enough seamstress to make <laughs> a teddy bear. And I said, you have no problem with the dog. <laughs> And then, you know, seconds later, she's like, no, oh my hell, I, I, that's not what we can do. That, that's not good. That's, we're not, we're not crazy. crazy. Tell him no. Tell him no. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, for a thousand bucks, we can do a lot of things. A thousand dollars a twenty dollars twenty dollars, right? <laughs> it all spins. Well, <laughs> this, is, this is an all-time different uh, episode. We're, we're in an Airbnb, and it's just got a whole different feel than, than any uh, Death Files Attacks show ever, Adam. 
you know, what we're going to need from you boys is we're going to need you guys to pony up some cash because we need a third microphone here. That, that just makes the world all kinds of different. Yeah. we got to pass this thing around. But uh, my question is, is, is Mike, you, you know, you've listened to our show. Yeah. You know, we've always talked Enjoy about this it. as buddies and, and, you know, talking about the things we sell. But this is the thing we always get to is why are you selling stuff online? What is your why? I think it's a it's it's fun. Like I've always been like into I've always been into doing that kind of stuff. You know, even back in the storage unit days, I've always been looking to make an extra buck on the side for something that's fun. You know, whether it's being out. Oh, mic check. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a radio announcer. You so, are. You know, this is Howard's this is the friend. real deal here. Howie. Uh, There's a man in Japan that's going to be listening. He listens to everyone. Uh, Kanichiwa. Yeah. Deshka. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, am I going to have to edit that? <laughs> you don't have to edit. You don't edit nothing. It's, it's no, I'm like so. Ichandole, uh, <laughs> ichandole, So anyway, uh, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I've always been looking for opportunities to make a little extra cash to have fun and go do things, you know, with my family, and you know, and that's the main thing too is just trying to, you know, teach my kids and like you guys talk about that. So you got your kids and wife involved. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. love going to the thrift store. They're, they're there. You know, they, they do get a little upset sometimes when we're shopping and finding some really cool stuff. And they're like, are you selling that? You know, <laughs> you know so I let them play with it a little bit and then ship it off. No. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> Rent to own, kids. So we always talk about the, you know, the hits, the home runs, the things. Uh, just in the last, you know, say six months, what's the best thing that you have sold? When I say best thing, like that you know, like one you bought, I'm going to make money on this. I actually don't know if I've had one of those yet. Oh, yeah. uh, everything that I've bought and end up being home runs, I, I really didn't have any clue that it was going to be a home run. That's It's been kind of crazy. And then uh, there was definitely buyer's remorse after because I didn't buy more. So have you had your, your MacGyver jacket? Have you had your McDonald's mat? Something you bought for near nothing and sold like oh, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not not the extreme amounts that you guys have been selling for, but but uh, I actually bought a bunch of replacement razors for the Snorelco that was discontinued. I bought three of them at Walmart one day for four bucks a whack and ended up selling them for fifty bucks. You know, within a razors. week. Razors. Razors. Razors for yeah. four dollars and sold it for. And, and and the thing that made me sick with the buyer's remorse <laughs> was there was a dozen more there. Oh, and, I and I didn't buy them, you know. And then I sent my nephew back over to go pick them up, and they were gone. So you know, I've, I've had things like that before. I haven't had that. I haven't had a lot of luck on the retail arbitrage. Had some of the Shopkin items, but not as good as you guys. Well, Mike's primarily, you do a lot of retail arbitrage, right? I try, yeah. I mean, you've been in thrift stores, but what's your process when you're uh, when you go to the store? Um, you're notorious now for the for the running in the casino to find the, the, the Starbucks, <laughs> Starbucks mugs when we show up. That story's been told here a few times. But what's, what's kind of your process when you go to shop, when you're going to retail arbitrage, whatever? How, how, how do you figure out where you can go, look, scan, that whole thing? Where, what are you looking for? Well, it depends. You know, the store, sometimes they have their, their clearance items all in, all in one section. And that makes it really easy. You can go back there and just kind of, you know, look around and see what you can find. You know, your eyes draw to things that are deep discounted. And, um, you know, some of the other stores, though, they, they have their clearance scattered all throughout. So it makes it a little bit more difficult that way. But, you know, I mean, there's things that I'll look for, like the razors. Like, I, I hope that one day uh, the lightning will strike again and I won't make that mistake and I can load up on those, you know. But, uh, you know, I, I generally I'll just look at the clearance sections first. Um, you know, I, I loaded up pretty heavily on wrestling action figures. You know, I picked them up for about two bucks a whack. Um, you know, things like that. All right. Now, now tell us the – so on the way over, this kind of got spilled out in the car a little bit, but I thought it was a great thing when you got the uh, – the mugs, and I think everyone knows the Starbucks mugs we were talking about back, uh, when was that, September? Yeah. 
and they were the black um, the tumblers the tumblers yeah studded tumblers you're buying them for about like 20 bucks yeah yeah and, 20 with tax and uh, you sold some for for a good sum and then they, they started going for more mm-hmm. and you said you changed your description and that's something I've been telling people to kind of go back and do and and what how, how did you come about that what did you revamp it is yeah just uh, break so, that one down so I so like I said the uh, the original ones that I set up and sold uh, I sold them you know for a pretty good I doubled my doubled what I paid for them basically and uh, I had them labeled as Halloween and that's what it was up till Halloween so then after Halloween was over you know the clock struck 1201 it was Thanksgiving time so my cups then turned to a, a gothic cup because it was a studded cup it was black it was dark and uh, I ended up selling the cups for about thirty dollars more than I was selling them before. Um, granted, the the demand there were not as many out there at that point, but I think it did help in the searches because it differentiated. So this was not your race to the bottom. You held on to it, and just one little <clears throat> adaptation from changing it from a, you know, a, a studded, Halloween. <laughs> spiked Halloween to the word gothic just made you thirty more dollars. Yeah, that's right. Man, see, how do you know to do that? Like, how did you know that that's what you should do, or you just thought of it? I just changed it up. Yeah, just thought of it. You know. I, that's the key thing. Like, I there is no like rule book. There's nothing that says this is how you have to. There's suggestions, and yes, there's a lot of good ways. But you're gonna get advice from all different places. You know, I know Derek and his buddy Griff. They've got sometimes some some differing opinions on the race to the bottom. And I think, okay. like I said, you you've had some things that said, but mm-hmm. it's not like you know it's bad, right? You've yep. made more money because you let them oh, sit. For sure. Yeah, and say especially on those cups. On those cups, I mean, I, I bought them. I bought quite a few and. My wife and I was wondering if we were crazy because we did that. You know, we spent two, three, four hundred bucks on <laughs> stupid cups. <laughs> well, not stupid, the very good cups. I, I, I like those cups. I, I, I respect anyone that purchases those cups. So, but anyway, though, we set on them. You know, I mean, there were guys that were basically pricing them five dollars more than they bought them for, plus shipping. It's like they, they're breaking even or losing money every time. So we bought these cups. We set on them. You know, uh, October first came around. I was just telling Derek, October first hit. And all of a sudden, I sold five cups within two hours. You know, they all just rattled on through there. And then I jacked the price up at that point because I knew that demand was was starting to hit at that point, and the the, the quantities supply were out. There. Was supply going was gone. gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so then I held on to the last couple. Thankfully, I owe it to you, Adam, that I I left it with you in the death te- <laughs> at the death piles in Texas studio. <laughs> I feel like that was a changing moment because <clears throat> that's when I I delivered it to you. And that's when I told you, I says, dude, you're just making too much money. You need to spend this money. We need to make this a legit business trip. And that's when I believe I persuaded you to come out here with us. You are very persuasive. I, I can do that when I want something. I've heard that. Ask my wife. <laughs> so what was the uh, so what was the moment? Because for years I was selling stuff on, on eBay. And I'd send you text messages or hit you up or, hey, this is doing this and that. And you always were the guy that, I'm going to get into it. I need, I need to do that. I need to start doing that. We talked to Adam, and Adam would joke with me, and we're like, dude, he's never going to do it. He likes yeah, doing it. Yeah. He's here to talk about it or whatever. Adam's sizing up his cards there. What you do? Something like that. He's, he's enjoying this. I'm, I'm glad I brought so much joy. He not stopped smiling since the claw shack. Yeah, he's been happy. <laughs> but uh, so what What was that moment? What? What? Because uh, a lot of people are listening. We know there's people that listen that don't sell. They're either uh, just friends, family members, or, or random people that like our, our tones and our stories or something like that. But there's people listening that... That aren't listening, uh, that aren't listing or, or selling, and for a little bit you were in that that group. What mm-hmm. what uh, what motivated you to go over the edge and just decide to try it? Basically, I was I was intimidated a lot of it. You know, I didn't understand you know, the ins and outs of eBay, how to sign up. I, 
you know, and then finally at one point, you know, talking to you guys and listening to you guys, you know, and out and my wife and I, we thought, you know, we can do this. This is something, you know, Derek's been very convincing that this is something that we can do. And, uh, you know, we decided to just jump in. Let's just try it. And, uh, you know, it did take a phone call or two, but I'm sure Derek was wound up or, or upset as many times I called him. Never, <laughs> never. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it just took trial and error. You know, I got burned a couple times, one or two times on small items, but it was all uh, trial and error, and it was a good learning experience. And after that, you know, I mean, you're still learning every day. But, um, yeah, it was just I was intimidated and nervous, and uh, since then it's just decided to do it. To do it. So about how many items you got in your store? How often are you listing? Who's, who's listing? Is that you, your wife? How's that all Both work? of us. Yeah, I can say we both list. Um, I probably do a little bit more listing. I'll try to do that sometimes when, when I'm at home at night with the kids and, and she's at she's work. Um, we're probably about 200 items right now in the store. We've had the store up for, what, maybe four or five months. Did you say like 200? Yeah. Oh, you got more than I do. <laughs> I got work to do, man. You guys just put me to shame. But I will say I do have my other side gig. I sold another wheelchair this week. Ryan that works with me, he's a stud. So my side gig's doing a little better than my eBay store. There you go. And that's great. So... Yeah, I can say my busy season, you know, for work and things like that, you know, I, I had a lull there where I'm not traveling as much, and so we knew that, that if we were going to jump in, that was the time to do it, and so we did it. And you've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's Like, it's fun. fun. It's, yeah, it's like treasure hunting. It, it is treasure hunting. So, but man, we've been burning into here. I do have one question. I've got my notes here. You said you had a bad card review or experience from Macari. Let's let's bring that Oh, up. yeah, I forgot all about that. That's oh, why yeah. I had to take my show notes. Good you guys job. making fun of me. Good job, Adam. No one can hear you. That's fine. I'll shout. Good job, Adam. I have something I forgot. Thank you. So, again, back to the notes. Yeah. Yeah, I can jump in here. So, so this is actually me as a, as a purchaser. I, I was actually buying cards on, on Macari. Um, I thought I was going to cut another fat pig on Macari, and uh, there was a, a box of 2018 Panini uh, scorecards, and uh, end up making an offer to a gentleman he accepted the offer. I didn't go through and read all of his description, which I probably, which obviously was my a mistake on my part. Um, but the guy did, you know, put the oh MSRP is twenty dollars. It's a great deal, and I end up picking up for half that price. Uh, so anyway, the cards arrive at my house. I open them up, and it's a it's a Gary Vee situation, like Adam. Oh, the cards have been open. Oh yeah, it was terrible. Oh. I, I looked in there, you know, and he's got like the best card in the whole box is a 1999 <laughs> Warren Sapp Oakland Raiders hat. I mean, it was terrible. <laughs> and so I wrote the guy a note and told him, I said, dude, this was pretty deceptive. I said I should have read the entire description, but I said you're you're a shyster. I mean, you're really a shyster on this. And uh, he's like, well, I'm glad the cards arrived. You know, if you want to look at anything else in my store, we have these things available. Let me know. <laughs> just, just, just right past that, that was right what he went, you know. And he's like, all right, dude. And he's like, make sure you give me a rating. I was like, well, I sure will. So <laughs> I sure will give you a rating. So, you know, I gave him a rating. I gave him a, a less than favorable rating. And uh, within minutes, he was back. Hey, you need to change this, dude. That's not my fault that you're in after whatever. And I was like, ah, whoa, whoa, pump your brakes, brother. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Sounds like a little uh, review. Uh, yeah. what did, what's the word used for it? Uh. Feedback extortion. Extortion. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he was trying to extort. I think he was trying to flex his muscles. But, uh, but anyway, I basically said, "Listen, dude, it's, this is false advertising. If anything, you know, granted, you did put in your description way down at the very bottom. PSA: This is a mixed box. But uh, 
You also said it was worth $20, and it's definitely not worth the paper they were printed on. And, uh, you know, and it was a mixed bag. I mean, seriously, there was – I wouldn't have been surprised if I'd have seen some AFL cards in there. I mean, it was terrible. Nice. So, anyway, I did leave him a, a, a bad a bad review, and he asked me to change it, and I, I did not. So I, I stood, he did I not. Tall, there you go. He, he stood not. He, he, I'll be careful. That's when people will say, should I ask for feedback? Usually when you start, I think you did – both of you probably did. You weren't getting the feedback, and you said, should I ask for it? And that's – that's one of the things why I say no, don't ask for feedback because you never know what that person might say and, and you ask for it at that point. So sometimes it's better just let the, the dying horse lay and move on to the next. And that's probably a situation where that, that guy should have, one, been more clear in his descriptions like we talk about. But two, if, uh, if you're going to ask for a review and you get the review, um, you, you got it at that point. So yeah. probably well, and, and one thing that I learned tonight, I think it's, it's good, good for me to understand and I think it's good for everybody to understand um, that's you know trying to sell on eBay or Mercari or wherever. Uh, don't be deceptive with your descriptions and try to. Can you say screw people over? Is that acceptable? <laughs> don't do that. That's not good. We're in San Jose. That's okay. okay. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, so, I, that is. It's two same thing. I and I was. You were better than I were because when I got my Gary V cards, they were already opened and um, it didn't say like I went through it specifically. And it mm-hmm. says new and they weren't. And it's like what Derek said. Like I saw it and I didn't do anything about it and I probably should have but I just just didn't so I'm glad you at least uh, went ahead and made the review so I uh, maybe feel better yeah as long as you feel better <laughs> but boys we've been going for a while this is uh, this is the quickest 37 minutes of my life <laughs> so uh, let's let's take a break let's get some words from our good great excellent sponsor lunatics if you haven't tried it you you better when uh, Utah goes to the natty we will be making a lot of money on that trip Well, we're back from that uh, good break. Did you get a chance to get some more ice cream? I didn't get the ice cream. I eyed up them cheese puffs, Cheeto things, but haven't made it there yet. Cheese puffs are great. So. I brought extra pills for this trip, so I'm, I'm living with the local boys. You know, everybody's coming into us like so we're coming live from San Jose. I guess we're live right now, but when we're it's- live, but somebody might be listening to this three years down the road. You know, it's going to be up there. Evergreen. They're going to have to go back and see when this was. We're here in San Jose on location. See if our team won or lost. Yeah, so we're here just uh, having a good time. Uh, went and had some some good food, some Cajun. Uh, man, we put those shrimp. We put a hurting on that. You put a hurting on it, and uh, I sent the pictures over to my wife. Let me first say, use the promo code Death Piles for the ten percent off. At Lunatics, 11 percent. They gave us an extra. They gave us an extra one, but I'm only authorized to say ten. So I'm authorized to say eleven. That's uh, that's the deal we made, but they must like us an extra percentage. Adams uh, got some some national championship tickets as as well as I do. I got some Rose Bowl. We're covering our bases. Yeah, and if you you haven't looked into it, like it says, we're this is not just a sports show. It's a random selling things online type of show, but it gives you an opportunity on these these tickets to kind of bet on your team, I guess, in a way that you want to go to a game, and if they do get there, then you can sell the other tickets or bring along the whole family. But they have regular as well, and you said that the other day you and your son went to that Colorado-Utah uh, game? Yeah, Colorado-Utah. you bought the tickets on Lunatics? I did not. Oh, I, I thought you said you did. I should have. No. Well, never mind. Yeah. Let's go over that one. Thanks. So, they, uh, so we were having our dinner, yep. and they had these, uh, these uh, garlic... Wings. No, not the wings, the noodles. Oh, garlic So noodles. I sent over the pictures to my, my wife to show her, you know, what, what we dined on. Yeah. And she said, that all looks good, but what's up with the noodles? What's up with the noodles? <laughs> I said, those were garlic noodles. 
And they were delicious. They were quite tasty. So. Adam ordered an extra. He got he got a little ahead of himself. I did. We, it was a good time. So we're we're enjoying it. And and honestly, part of the reason we're here is because I started selling on eBay. Had a couple extra bucks. Um, it was my chance to spend the money. We didn't quite get to spend it on Disneyland because my wife is pregnant, and taking a pregnant woman to Disneyland is not a good idea. Turns into not so magical or the happiest place on earth. Huh? No. So I decided to say, I'm going to take my share, and I'm going to the football game. I'm going to cash out. I'm going to go to the, the Bay Area with some boys and watch some football. That's right. And here we are. Here we go. So last week we talked a little bit because it's kind of been this weird, funky thing because we've been on a different schedule for the, the holidays. I, and I wrote this down because I listened to the podcast today. You had talked about Black Friday sales. Yes, sir. And you had a ballpark. You you said the number you thought was going to be about three and a half billion. Um, you were off, man. Last year was it was significantly higher. This year they estimated that between Black Friday and Thursday, that you know the twenty four hour period. $11.4 billion in sales. But how many of that was on the actual Friday? I mean, if I'm going to be called, called to the guard, well, it's Thursday and Friday. Well, Thursday doesn't start till like 6 o'clock. Still, six well, hours okay. worth of sales. Well, hold on, pal. Hold on. It's, you're getting <laughs> I mean, if you're going to call me on the carpet. Hold on here. And then they said another estimated $10 billion on Cyber Monday. So how many of that billion went into your pocket? Several. Several billion? Several. Well, good man. In and out. I mean, you know, when I do taxes, I guess it's coming through my pocket, now my pocket. But what I'm getting at is they said uh, sales for Black Friday for Saturday, they were up 18% higher than what they were last year. Well, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I listen to, to one with, uh, you probably don't know him, Mike Wood over here. It doesn't really matter. Jim Ross, who's uh, in his 60s. I know who Jim Ross is. You know who Jim He's Ross cool. is? Okay. What do you think? He's a wrestling guy. Wrestling right. podcast, wrestling guy, yeah. So I was listening to his podcast on the flight over today, and he was telling his co-host, our friend Conrad Thompson, that uh, that he's he's sold on this. He said that have you ever bought anything online? And he's like, I don't know, sixty, sixty-five, somewhere there. And he's he's an older gentleman, but this is the first year that he's actually went shopping online. Yeah. And he says, I don't know, I haven't been doing this longer. This is this is the way to do it. Things show up at your door. You don't have to go out exactly. to stores. Yeah. You don't have to deal with uh, traffic and people. And it's just a lot easier. So, it's it was a good thing. I so uh, if you haven't been selling, like first off, appreciate listening to the podcast. We love that you've made it this far. But you want to make the real commitment? Find something and start selling it online. And I mean, you're you're not like I've said in the last few weeks. You're not selling the uh, the brand new iPads or the no. whatever the the hot item necessarily. But if you can piggyback on, I mean, I've had a few items going today where, okay, I, I know that's a gift, but it probably came up. Like uh, the Stranger Things, um, Ego Waffle game cards. Yeah. So Stranger Things was coming out with that new season in the summer. We talked about that. And remember, I ramped up and I was Crystal Pepsi. I was buying lots of stuff. Well, it was the new Coke. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Let's let's get this. You're right. First yeah. off, let's get that. Details right. are details. Well, people are going to be going to sell and call you out on the carpet and say you guys just lie on your show because it was you know that guy that excuse me excuse me. Ninety-seven percent of the show is based on lies. Wow. And the other 2% or 3% is Derek talking. <laughs> That's right. That was a 2% math there, pal. Yeah, you know, there's there's room for air. The other 1% is the unicorn of the show. <laughs> That's the, that's the uh, announcements, the, the commercials. There you go. And and my music that I put in. So I, so I bought a bunch of the Stranger Things stuff thinking it was going to sell in the summer and wrap up for the new season and so on and so forth. And uh, I was a little disappointed, to be honest. It didn't sell like I thought it would. I'm sitting here thinking, now we got all the stuff. 
And then here comes November, and ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. As continued today, I've sold three or four of these games. That's crazy. That I, I got for, I think I bought seven, eight dollars, and now I'm selling for, you know, 15 to 20 ish. So that's not groundbreaking, but something. Yeah, there you go. I, I got one question for, for Mr. Painter. Okay, because, we'll pass the mic back and forth. Because he's, he's been doing some good things. We talked about it a while ago, finding these hot items. Uh, Mr. Painter. Yeah. First off, my son wanted to know do you paint walls? Sometimes. Uh, there you go. Michael Benjamin Painter. The, the brushless the painter. <laughs> the brushless, wow. <laughs> you found a, a, a nugget, a diamond in the rough with your Lego sets. Yeah, that was a good that was a good pickup. What now what kind of Legos are you selling? So it was the uh, the Lego Central Park or Central oh. Perk Friends. Um, we we I don't know why or how I, I was looking on some of the trends actually on eBay maybe two months ago and uh, I noticed the friends this Lego set was uh, was trending, it was pretty hot. And I uh, looked on there, and guys were selling them for 150 160 bucks a whack. And so it was pretty crazy stuff. So I jumped on Lego's site to see where I could pick some up, and they were sold out completely. Um, looked at the Lego store. There's only one in the great state of Utah, and they didn't have any, and I wasn't about to drive up to Salt Lake because I, I don't care for that. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway uh, but yeah, long story short, I got on the, uh, the mailing list to be notified when, Lego, when these Legos came back into stock. Uh, they came back into stock, and I loaded up at my yeah, address. So, my, so my mother purchased two on my behalf as well. And <laughs> no, no, so two per limit. <laughs> two per limit. Household. Yeah, yeah, two per household. So uh, yeah, I'm a big numbers guy. Like I know, you know, we, these sorts of things. How much did you pay for them? I believe they were free shipping. I, I can't remember for sure. I, I think I ended up paying sixty bucks. Fifty nine is what yeah, I remember. I bought some. You yeah. turn around and flipping them for a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you've been were, smart. You've been usually doing it on the on the. So I did sell. Side. I sell. I sold one. Yeah, on the uh, the marketplace. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about trying to sell one more um, on marketplace, something like that. See if I can do it for a hundred bucks, and then I'm actually going to hold on to the other two as long as I can, and because they're going to they're going to go up. So I mean, that's it, it. Doesn't sound like a lot, but yeah, you know what? You, you flip and you make forty, fifty bucks, and like. This is from you sitting on your couch mm-hmm. watching a basketball game, eating Cheetos, yeah. and, and and you're like, oh, okay, here's this cool thing. I know about it. It ships to your door. There's no manual labor in it. Like, you're just doing it, yep. and it comes to your door. You flip it. It's just like you're rolling the dice in Wendover. It, it's, it's better, I, I think. <laughs> that's why we keep doing it. So. I like my odds here better. I mean, yeah, I, I enjoy the gambling as much as the next band, but... If you could see, like, the trend of, like, okay, you're going to roll this dice, and uh, it's going to hit six, like, ten times in a row because you can see the trend, then that's where you bet your money. So, but getting on the mailing list is, is, is smart, and uh, one thing I like about getting friends involved in this now is I'll get random text messages like Mike saying, hey, this is back in stock. I just got two. Uh, you might want to hop on this, or I know Waddy sent me a few of those heads ups and stuff, too, where... That, that's great. And I, I try to do the same when something's up. I, I'll, I'll send a little thing to the friends or whoever saying, hey, I just, I just purchased these if you guys are interested. But That's the best part is, is we really have got more into this. We have more and more people texting us. We're going to get with our buddy uh, Jake from Oklahoma here in a minute. You answered some questions for him this past week. But we got a good text this week talking about the KFC Limited Edition. Oh, you stole my herb And Spice Fire Log. I, I'll beat you to it, man. My notes are better. Well, I just I just added that. Here's the thing. So last year, I, I did a little research while I was uh, So we took a little break. We came back from the store and unloaded the groceries. And then I... Uh, the 75-cent uh, 
Pop Tart cereal that you, sells for eighteen dollars. Yeah, you got you guys were uh, we're gonna eat. The you guys were hustling in the uh, WalMarts even on vacation. We've we've really got a problem. We're on vacation, walking through the Walmart aisles, scanning things in. How much is that going to sell for? But last year, so they they released a limited supply of these KFC logs, and I guess it's kind of the funny gift that you give the old man or whoever that really likes the KFC. And supposedly, when you burn it, it smells like the Colonel's chickens being roasted. So you get the herbs and spices, and, and they sold out, like, I mean, it was within a, a couple of hours. And so uh, this year, it's it's being fulfilled by uh, Walmart. After I uh, got back and talked to the wife, I did a little research on this before we came out here, made it in my notes, and I hadn't got to it yet, and had beat me to the punch. But it looks like it might be a lot more about or, uh, supply. So it's going to be all about the supply and demand. The supply is a lot higher than the potential demand. They- but it's one of those things that it's kind of a funny, uh, almost a white elephant type gift or something. But I think if you were, if you were to hold on to them uh, right now, they'll probably be a big. Uh, they're like twenty bucks a log, which 18, is something eighteen ninety nine. Which is something I never thought I'd say on the on the air here, but um, eighteen ninety nine a log. And I think if you were to hold on to it, and for maybe in the summer or something, you put it out when people are going camping. And uh, maybe Ooh, a different, that's a good idea. something different. It might get kind of a, a big push here, and then we'll just kind of drop off because Walmart.com is not going to sell these year round. Yeah, it's going to be like you said. A, same thing with uh, the Gothic mugs. Kind of hold on to it. Yeah, if you do a KFC, uh, I don't know what you, when you're out camping, Mike. You're you're a camper man. What how how would you? And you're the Gothic man. How how would you list that log? I think you can list it as a Gothic camping log. <laughs> Colonel Sanders, water Gothic boy. camping I, log. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. We're, 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 losing, we're losing our clamp here, Adam. I'm, I'm have to edit don't this screw my stuff bit. up, guys. There you go. I'm hoping uh, Bruce, we don't break Bruce's house. Wow. 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 I'm not going to. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break it down for you guys. These uh, logs, um, they're selling for $75. They're sold yesterday for $75. How, how many have sold and how many look to be listed? Several. Um, I'm seeing about six that sold yesterday for $75. So, I mean, maybe that's something to hop in on. I know I can get my American Dream doll because um, we don't have the storage fee for it. Or I guess I could bring him on. What about that lady that brought the plane on the, the plane? Are we going to yeah, talk was, about that? We're going to talk about it, too. We're coming on the plane. I know it's a little derailing, but this whole show's been a little just There was a lady derailing. getting on the plane with a plant. I mean, you see people with, with like, animals yeah, and, and so dogs. That's the first time I've ever seen a plant. A lady with a plant. Now, where did that end up? Because you ended up on the plane a little before me. Did you see that you put that in the overhand bed? I got in. I, I boogied. I put the equipment above my head, and I just I just got to work. I was just doing notes for the show. I was just working, man. I, I did not see where the plant lady went. Can't even, can't even take a break to see the, the plant lady. Yeah, so I got to say a special shout-out, man. You gotta, you gotta thank Jake Burns from Oklahoma, man. Jake was, uh, was nice of him to reach out. But before we get to him, are you buying the KFC logs? Then where are you at on that? I'm right now. I'm in the process here. Okay, I'm I, work, working on it. I have a bunch of Snickers, uh, the pecan ones. I've been holding out for twenty dollars a bar. Yeah. I, I sent out. They're starting to do the old, uh, the old spiral of everyone racing to the bottom. I, I had some family members bring it up at Thanksgiving. Like, yeah. What are you doing with those? Are you gonna sell them? <laughs> or are you just holding on to them? Chocolate goes bad. I, I'm going to wait. I'm going to get $20 a bar off of them, so we'll see what happens with that. I think you're on to something, too. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab me a couple of these uh, KFC logs, and I'm just going to sit on them. I'm going to sit on these logs I mean, until the summertime. <laughs> I mean, you can I feel free to list them for $70, $80 a log. I'm just saying if the market gets oversaturated, which 
It might, depending on how many, you know, last year it was such a success that they might overproduce and, you know, that guy's going to buy like 10 logs. 10 logs. <laughs> so there's no limit. Last year there was a limit. There's 12. There's a 12. There's a 12 log limit. There. Yeah. So <laughs> this guy's going to buy, have him and his mom ball buy, they'll have 24 logs and he'll just sit on them. He's, he's a man full of logs. So you got, don't do the race to the bottom. If you, if you buy them. I'm all about listening and forgetting. Let's be honest. There is not another podcast that is going to tell you to buy KFC logs. I'm not sure I'm saying to buy them. <laughs> Adam the, is. The discussion. I'm, I'm saying if, you, if you're if going to buy them, don't hurry up and uh, sell them. Yeah, it's, sit it's, on them. Yeah, sit on the log. More. Wait, 80 bucks a log, 50. I'm just, I kind of want them for myself. Like, doesn't that sound fun to go out camping and have KFC with you? That's, <laughs> see, that's the problem. Well, here's what you do. So you go out for uh, a summer's barbecue. But you stop by the Colonel Sanders that should be paying for it. See, this is why they do it. They get all this free advertising. They do get a lot of free advertising on the Death Piles and Taxes show. Well, everybody's going to be talking about it, all the shows and stuff, you know, around the country. Just the, the, the it, news. It's because they're going to catch us. That's the thing. I mean, yeah, it's, it's imitation's all, uh, the best form of flattery. But you go and you get you a 10-piece uh, 10 bucket of chicken, and then you go burn the log as you eat the chicken. And you're just, I mean, all your senses are getting tingled. I'll go back in the, the secret Dan Church. I mean, my buddy I grew up with in Nevada. I'm not going to lie. That was our thing. We would go camping, but we'd go get the bucket from the KFC. But here's the twist. I know we had a couple things tonight at the Cajun place, you know, that were kind of taboo. Do you take the shrimp and put it in the Creole sauce? We would take the chicken and dip it in the Tostitos nacho cheese while you're at the campfire. Wow, that's... That's something else. That was like we were we were hashtag husky fellers. We just didn't have the, the shape. But see, see that's easy. the problem. There's 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 people like you that get away with shopping in the slim section your whole life, but you eat like a husky man. Yes, and that's just a god given talent that you can't you can't teach that. And some people get it. They so. can't be trained. Right. I'll bring up one other thing as we're getting on the topic of, of food. Um, we all grew up with malls. Like not every. I mean, the, our demographic in this is very wide and deep and all over the country. Here in America, because we're a global show now, boys. we got to remember our friends in France. Here in America, there there's a staple at malls. There's a staple when you go to the food court, okay? There's something that was there, and I know it was universal. There was this one place that was kind of iconic when you'd go to the food court that you always remembered. So that being said, what comes to your head when you think of the food court at malls? It was either the hot dog on a stick Boom. Or, or the Panda Express. Boom. That's all I needed. It was the you got hot dog. Yes. Sparrows. You got oh, yeah, the Sparrows pizza. Yeah, the, the pizza. The hot so, dog. So, boom, I knew we, I let it up for you. That's because them girls would be pumping the lemonade, though. I was, as a teenage boy, you're pretty impressionable about anything that's, that's even moving, so let alone as, as a girl. So, let me ask <laughs> like, you this. Pumping lemonade, lemonade, yeah. When's the last time you saw the hot dog on a stick open in the mall? I don't go to malls anymore. I went to the mall. We did a little shopping. You know what? It ain't there, boys. They closed it down. Hot dog on the stick is no longer in the Provo Mall. Oh, I thought you meant like nationwide. I no. thought you were breaking news. I'm just. Well, I don't know. Like, does anyone else know where the hot dog on the stick? I, I mean, you, you go on this big thing about we're nationwide. We're we're in France, and then you're like in the Provo Mall. Well, I'm just, <laughs> I, I haven't visited any other mall. Maybe we need to go to the San Jose Mall tomorrow. Go see if we got a hot dog on the stick. Oh. Uh, I mean, I don't think we can look at teenage girls like that anymore without getting in trouble, Adam. All I'm saying, <laughs> you guys, it's getting late. All I'm saying is that the malls are dying, and the reason they're dying is because people are buying online. 
So what? So what should we do? So we got all this mall space, right? Oh, he just googled it. There's hot dogs on a stick of plenty here. You can't throw a dead cat outside without hitting a hot dog on a stick. Yeah, we see. We need to bring this guy. We need our stat. We do need three. I, I feel bad. We need three microphones. We're missing out on That's, some good, some good comments. We're missing some good stuff. So maybe what you need to do is take some of those winnings that you're getting on all these items, and let's throw some money back in the do, show. Do we got a plug for one more? We we don't. So we need a whole new board. Yes. What's that going to cost a fellow? You're probably going to need about two fifty. Oh, that's less than three fifty. <laughs> yes, and not two dollars and fifty cents. Two hundred and fifty. Oh, I saw a casino just down the way. Let's just—I mean, there's time. There's time in the night. Let, let's go see if we can throw down a hundred bucks and see if we can double our money and go buy some new equipment. I—I feel—I feel like you're I, such a degenerate. Okay. <laughs> I feel good. Get, getting back to that. Um, so that was my whole takeaway when we went to the mall. It's—it's it's changed. I mean, it was the Matrix Casino. Yes, it was. Let me get one more point in, and then you can get on your derailment, okay? One more thing. Um, I don't know how it came up. It, it came up because when I when I was skinnier than what I was, I ate a lot of cabbage soup because it helped my uh, intestinal things. And, uh, but I'm getting, a, I'm getting a Jake, man. That's how you know Jake is a diehard. He bought a Grandpa Joe Halloween costume. First off, so I didn't say this in the Facebook comment, but Jake, did you really buy a, a Grandpa Joe Halloween costume? Because I don't think those exist. <laughs> and secondly, I don't think you can sell those to small children. If it's the right size, I'm your man, Jake. I will buy that costume. But the question was, go ahead, go ahead and break it down. I'm just saying, like, so Jake, you know, in Oklahoma, he's been listening to the show. We appreciate it. He had a question about, uh, you know, costume that he got about Grandpa Joe, which means he's a diehard because that means he knows the ins and outs. I think Grandpa Joe is, is a, a, a facade for when we say you, you think Grandpa would like this or you're not really saying what you got, right? We're like when you're at the store with your, your kid and he's like. Cousins. Do you think this is good for the cousins? No. No, I, I, I don't I, think Jake would do that to us. I don't think there's. Who in the, the year of our Lord 2019 would sell Grandpa Joe uh, Halloween costume? Jake from Oklahoma apparently is. Well, if you go to the door dressed as Grandpa Joe, they're just going to think you're an old creeper. <laughs> okay. So who wants? So who's going to do that? Well, see, what I'll do is I'll bring that around, and I can dress you guys up like Oompa Loompas, and we'll get candy out to Wazoo. But if we were to go trick-or-treating together, that would be quite suspicious and probably raise some uh, some red flags, and we'd have the maybe cops we could Maybe we could you know, make one of you guys like uh, Violet. You're turning Violet, Violet. Now he's just making fat jokes. This is hurtful. Mike, do you want to talk to him? I'm on a, I'm, I'm a, I can't do this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. This is a podcast. Yeah, I, Death I, Kyles and Taxes. Death, Death Kyles. Death Kyles, yes, exactly. Death Kyles and Taxes. Fat jokes, apparently, in Taxes. I'm not a fan of that. There was no joke in there. I, I heard it. Wow, you guys. That's just, bullying. First, we were Oompa Loompas. But no one can hear you. Just so you know. I'm just telling you. First, we were Oompa Loompas, and then we're. Vi- first, we were, first, we were Oompa Loompas, which is a short, short joke. Yeah, it's short. Orange joke. Orange joke. And they then all of a sudden, Violet, how did Violet, well, she didn't die. I mean, maybe she, she got squoze. But she, she blew up to the size of a big uh, blueberry, and she was, like, very large. What's it going to cost next, Augustus Goop? Yeah, that's the easy one. Hey, hey thanks, the thanks, Boomer, for your insight on that. But, no, uh, <laughs> you know, mo- mo- when, when you go as a group, you kind of have a group costume. Like, you don't just have Incredadad show up. Like, you have the Incredibles, so you have Mom and Dad. Like, when you come as Grandpa Joe, you bring the whole package. Just trying to include you guys in it. Boomer. It must have been nice to have friends. I don't know, growing <laughs> up. But as me and Mike, you know, we need a third. It, was, it didn't happen that whole lot. 
Also, boomers are like baby boomers. Do you think you call me a baby boomer? Because I'm obviously a millennial. I get butt hurt about everything. And then I just complain <laughs> about it to you. So, I mean, Mike, uh, any feelings on Grandpa Joe? I, know I like Grandpa back. Joe, actually. I, I'm a Grandpa Joe apologist. I think that uh, he gets a bad rap, especially from a lot of people today. Derek's one of them. Man, I don't, I don't know where this is going. Grandpa Joe is one of the kinder people. I mean, he bedridden. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's just something going on here. But uh, those are the end of my notes. Um, just, again, like it says, this is one of those unique episodes. Who knows what it's going to do. And Derek might cut all of it. We don't know what he's going to do. He's got to get. He's got to run it past the producing team, so we don't know what they're going to do. The boomer team. The boomer. We'll see the if this gets uh, picked up on anything. But, uh, Derek, you know, we're to that time. We need to get there. People are waiting for it. So we want to give you about 10 minutes. Give us a derailment and, uh, you know, finish it strong for us, buddy. I'll finish it strong, but I want to take advantage of Mike Painter here, who's a, who's a great storyteller. It won't be the first time you're taking advantage of me. <laughs> well, it won't be, but it might be the last. It could be. To say. But if you want to join in with any stories, sure. I can just... We can extend this, or maybe we'll go a whole other episode, and I can I can pipe some of these in. And Adam's going to get some more ice cream. He needs some more. <laughs> he needs some more of that unicorn ice cream with those Cheetos on top. That's right. But uh, I don't know this. Okay, but we we teach him the lingo, and he tries to use it against us. It's a it's a real thing of beauty. So so you're a man that travels a lot. Uh, yeah, I'm now international we went, man of mystery. Now we went to the airport this morning, and I don't go quite as often as you. Every maybe you know twice, three times a year, I might fly somewhere. Uh-huh. How, how do you deal with it? Because we go, wake up early, 6, six o'clock in the morning, and you have to go, and, and you go, and you have to go park, and you have to get shuttled in, and you got to find your gate, then you got to be a couple hours early, go through the whole screening thing, which people, I mean, I don't travel a whole lot, but I know you got to take off the belt, mm-hmm. you got to go the through belt. the thing, get the shoes off, people always seem like that's news to them, I mean, <laughs> this, is, this has been 20 years or so now. Yeah, I, I was with a gentleman getting patted down today, he, they... The uh, TSA agent was being very kind and asked you if you needed to go into the back room. He's like, I have nothing on my person. <laughs> Sir, just calm down. <laughs> I, uh, I uh, was going through, and they, they wanted me to go and put your hands up in that little yeah, device. And that's fine. They said, uh, pull your pants up. Pull your pants up. And I said, <laughs> if I could have my belt on, they'd be, that's what the belt is for. That's the yeah. whole reason to have the belt is to keep the pants up. Yeah, so yeah. right now, I, I'm spreading. I'm just hoping they don't fall down to the ground. And they have before. And so... <laughs> <laughs> so you so you go through this whole rigmarole, yeah, and then you get through, and you have to be a couple hours. Then you just sit at the gate and you wait, and then you get pre-boarded, mm-hmm. and then you go on the plane and you wait, yeah, and you know you board about a half hour, forty-five minutes early, and that takes them another fifteen, twenty minutes to go, and then you go fly a couple hours, whatever, sure, and then they tell you we're going to land. That takes a half hour, mm-hmm. and then once you land to get off the plane, everyone like rushes like the gate's already there. Yeah, that's they, right. Don't they, take your belt off. Don't take your belt off. <laughs> But they rush like, you know, they're going to go running off this plane. they got to wait for the door to open. And for the door to open, they have to get that little uh, runway to it or whatever those, right. those things are called. Taxi. And then if you have to grab another plane, uh, you go through the whole thing again. So mm-hmm. to go for a two-hour flight, it might take you all day to get somewhere. Yeah. So, so how do you deal with that? <laughs> well, like I said, you know, headphones are big. You know, even if you don't have anything playing, you know, you just have the headphones on. It really does uh, help you throughout the day. You know, but I mean, you got to be patient. You know, I mean, give yourself some time. 
don't don't rush through the, the dang checkpoints and security and don't be a jerk to the TSA agents. They don't like patting you down or seeing your butt crack or anything else any more than you want to, you know, they don't want to be there any more than you do. But they're doing it for our safety. God bless them. It's a thankless job. It is a thankless <laughs> job and there are brave men and women that work three sixty five. Yeah. Yeah. Year in, year out. They're, they're, they're their Thanksgiving. They're their Thanksgiving, and if things go bad, they're the first line of defense that has to be I'm against sure, that. I've so. traveled on Thanksgiving before. All these against it, apparently. Adam's <laughs> left the podcast. If anyone's interested, I don't know who's going to turn this off. I'm just going to turn that's off right. the mic and walk away, I guess. Hopefully this gets emailed to me. Yeah, that's right. But, tra- but travel, no, Derek. I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's important. I, headset, bring some treats, throw them in your bag. Don't bring any fluids, obviously. Um you know, and have some stuff downloaded on your iPad or on your phone and uh, enjoy people watching. That's always a good time. And, and try to help somebody. That's always good, too. So how about sourcing when you're out traveling yeah. about? Uh, we'll just take over now. Yeah. I mean, this might be five episodes. Who knows? <laughs> I'll derail in there somewhere. And cut it so when you're out, you're, I mean, you're, you're doing the Starbucks thing, whatever. Have you, have you sourced on the road? Or is that something that you frown upon? Does it break up the monotony? Or No, I have before. Uh, if... if if I'm traveling on a short trip and I just have my carry-on, I generally don't because I'm, I'm cramped for space. But if you know if I've got some uh, check bag, yeah, I can definitely do that. Um, you, know, you got times like uh, I've been to Louisville, Louisville before. I went to Louisville Slugger Factory. You know, pick up some things there. You know, there's cool things out there everywhere you go. Kind of like what you guys talked about in your podcast the other day with the you know all the national parks and things like that. Travel. There's something that everybody's famous for. So uh, you know, um, I'm trying to talk the boys into tomorrow morning. Uh, Aaron, who's been on the show and stuff before, is a big Apple guy. Mm-hmm. The, he's the young kid that I like the, the green fr- ones. The okay, the okay Boomer, the Macintosh, or yeah. the, the Red Delicious. <laughs> but I'm, I'm thinking we should go over there and, and see what they got, you know, for sale exclusive. They have a bargain cave to the Apple. Yeah, <laughs> the Apple cave will still cost you, but I mean, we're we're here. It's what they're known for, and yeah. uh, we Maybe might we can as well get some autographs. Adams came back. Is everything all right? He's got the thumbs up. Great deal. Well, Mike, I don't know if you know this or not, but there's two things there's for certain in life, and if you'd like to share them with the listeners, why don't you go ahead and do it? Well, I know one of them's death piles. And the other would be? I think it's taxes. There you go. <laughs>